Redemption 
Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence in this room. Thank you, Jesus. We acknowledge you. We worship you. We say that you are all that we need. You're everything to us. You're our help. You're our victory. You're the glory and the lifter of our heads. You're our strength. Your name is a strong tower. You're all sufficiency in all things. You're the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Glory to your name. You're beautiful to us. You're wonderful to us. You're such a refuge in the storm. You're such a help. You've delivered us. You've washed us. You've freed us from sin. You've freed us from the curse. We acknowledge you this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Your name is above every name. We put you first in our lives. You're before everything. We lay down our lives. We lay down all that we think is important. And we give ourselves to you. We give our lives to you. Use us for your glory. Make us a vessel of honor unto your own name and to your plan in this hour. Father, we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, this congregation is yours. Lord, use this congregation for your glory in this last day. We thank you for this move of the Spirit, this era that we're in. May this congregation step into everything you have planned for us. Father, we're hungry. We're not okay with status quo. We reach for further. We reach for more. We reach for your best. We reach for the greater move of your Spirit. We reach for signs, wonders, miracles. We reach for the harvest. We reach, Father, for all that is ours. We reach for the double. 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 We reach for the double, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for double fruit. Double glory to your name. Double of all that you planned for us. Double harvest. Double people reached. Double the number of miracles. Double the number of signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. 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 Thank you for double open doors, double opportunities in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name. 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 Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
someone's been having, it's, it's, it seems like it's connected to the nasal cavity and the ear, like the ear is being affected by it. I don't understand even what I'm saying. But if that's you, come up here real quickly. Come up here real quickly. There's a, I, I almost want to say a blockage, but, but um, it's, it's, effect, it's I, I don't want to put my interpretation on it. It's affecting your nasal and your ear. Seems like your left ear in the name of Jesus. I call healing into that in the name of Jesus. I call deliverance. Satan, take your hand off her body. I loose that. Command that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it goes. Thank you for that anointing that changes that. Changes that. Clears that out in Jesus' name. I lay hands on you. Thank you for the anointing that clears that out in the name. That just dissolves that away. Just causes it to dissolve away in the name of Jesus. Be free from that. Be healed tonight, this morning in Jesus' name. From all that is clogging up your nasal cavity and your ear. I say be open now. In Jesus' name, I lay hands on you for healing in your nasal cavity and your ear. In the name of Jesus, be opened this very moment. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it, Father. I lay hands on you to be free from that. Satan, take your hands off her nasal passage. I lay hands on you to be free from that. Take your hands off of her nasal passage and her ear. In Jesus' name, thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's just healing in the air. It's just, it's just in the air. If you need something, you could reach up and take it. Thank you, Father. I lay hands on you in the name of Jesus to be released from that. I command that to open up. The nasal and the ear to open up. And all the pain to go. Every symptom to go in Jesus' name. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Someone's been having a, I almost want to say a click in your hip. It's an unusual word, but, but it's, like a, it's like a click. That's the way it comes to me. Is that you? Well, you may as well get it all this morning. In the name of, come come up here, honey. Put your hand on her right hip. Right there on her right hip. Be healed. I release the power into your hip. Command that to be straightened out. And the bottom of the spine to be adjusted in the name of Jesus. And that, yeah, I see that. That, that, uh, what is that, Father? That's a, it's not quite a calcification. It's a, it's some sort of scar tissue. I command that scar tissue and that hip to dissolve in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I command that hip to be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. I command that to be free from that click and free from that, that catch. No more, no more catching in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my, I see that. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. Thank you, Lord. Um, If you've had an injury and one of your bones or joints, I think it's mostly joints, but if you've had an injury and one of your joints has not been normal since, come up here. God wants to heal that. There's, 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 uh, I see, I, I, when I didn't, 
I saw it concerning her, but it came back to me when I walked up on the platform. There's others God wants to minister to. And that hip, joint, elbow, shoulder, neck, whatever, knees, whatever, ankle. After the injury, it just never was quite right. I'm, what I'm seeing is there's scar tissue in there that's needing to be healed. So reach out your hand toward these in the name of Jesus. I lay hands on you to, to dissolve that scar tissue in the name. The power dissolves that scar tissue in Jesus' name. The power now to dissolve that scar tissue. The power is released now to dissolve that scar tissue. The power now is released to dissolve that scar tissue. Now to dissolve that scar tissue. Now to dissolve it in the name of Jesus. Go from his, his body. Go from his body in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for the power to dissolve that scar tissue in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Don't hold them back. Bring them up. Sometimes the anointing doesn't last very long. Release that power to dissolve that scar tissue in Jesus' name. I release God's power to dissolve that scar tissue. I release my faith to dissolve that scar tissue. I release my faith to dissolve that scar tissue in the name, in the name. I release my faith that his scar tissue dissolves now by the anointing in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I release my faith to dissolve that scar tissue with you, Teresa. I release my faith with you to dissolve that in the name, in the name. I release my faith to dissolve that tissue in the name of Jesus. In the name, in the name, Masakia, Makatia, Elamaya, Sakatia, be healed from that is that which causes that pain. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I release my faith to you to be healed from that. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, thank you for it. Thank you for it. Thank you for it. My my my, the power is just flowing, just flowing. Be healed now. Be healed now from that which causes that pain. Namashiki. Be healed now. I command that scar tissue to dissolve. Thank you for it. Thank you for it. Thank you for it. Mashakayike. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Be healed from that, Matt. I command that scar tissue to dissolve and never return in Jesus' name. Mashakayike. And the redevelopment. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The redevelopment of where that, that, uh, that uh, cartilage is worn down. Where it, was, where it was damaged in the name of Jesus, that that would grow. I command you to grow in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Lord. 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 Thank you for it. Ha, 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 ha.
Thank you, Lord. Let's get some testimonies. Let's get some testimonies. Can I have the announcers, Mike? Brother Evan? Brother Evan? We need to get some testimonies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you got testimony, come up here. It's already working. It's already working. Thank you, Jesus. All I got to say is, if you knew what that dance meant, that's a testimony in of itself. I barely walked into church today because my back and my hip were hurting so bad. I had received it. I had thanked the Lord and, you know, claimed my scriptures and things like that. But I could not do this. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I broke my wrist when I was in eighth grade, and sometimes the pain would come and go, and it's been hurting a lot, uh -huh. and as soon as you laid hands on me, it's gone. It's gone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Who else? Come up here. Come up here. Praise God. Cartilage is being, or whatever you call it, the, the damage tissue, it's, it's being dissolved right now. When I was little, my um, brother and I were pounding on each other and um, we had a linoleum floor and um, he hit me and so I was going to hit him back and I decided to do it as hard as I could and I went to do it and he jumped up on the couch and I hit as hard as I could and I broke my uh, finger really good in my knuckle and um, it was hurting a lot in the last little bit of time and it's fine. It's perfect. Hallelujah. No, I God. don't hit my brother anymore. Huh? I don't hit my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Come up here. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Um, I fell probably about eight years ago on this knee, and ever since, and I had a huge hematoma on it. Um, it's really given me a lot of trouble ever since, and so I believe I've healed. I yeah, think. you I took it. Harm. Yes, I Yeah, did. glory to God. Come up here, Casey. Praise the Lord. I was one of those people that had some hip pain this morning, but also some knee issues from torn MCLs. And I feel the power of God working at me right now. Yes, yeah. My hips completely. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> what, could, what couldn't you do? <laughs> hey, come here. Come here. Um, I had injured my wrist with a scooter accident when I was like 12, and I haven't had equal range of motion in my left wrist since, but after today, I have it's the same range of motion in both. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. It's working in every person that released their faith. Hallelujah. I don't believe, you know, the devil wants you to say, well, you know, you injured that or whatever. This is the new normal, you know, new limitation of movement. Come on. Or now, now every time you step on it, it's going to hurt or whatever. We don't go backwards. We go forwards. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Watch out. 
Hallelujah. I have had what has been an ongoing um, healing, like a progressive healing. Yeah. Because this shoulder, I got healed in the in the Reverend Roberts. But here I came up today because I had a lot of scar tissue from breast cancer. But I got to show you, I can do this, and I could not do this. Okay. Yeah. Leanne knows. Yeah. She had so. <laughs> what, what could you do it again? I can do that. Yeah. You couldn't I do that before. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday, my client tied my apron for me. I could not. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise yeah. The Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. I actually have a testimony from the Reverend Richard. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to cry. Oh my gosh. From the Reverend Richard Roberts meetings. For two years, we've been dealing with faith, dealing with, um, it's called ITP, which basically her body attacks her um, blood, white blood cell yeah. count. So if she gets hurt in any way, there's a giant bruise that will form. She has had numbers. That her, the goal is to have 150,000 in your body on a normal basis. That's what you're supposed to have. White blood cells. White blood cells. Yeah. She has had under 100 down to the 20s, the 60s, for the last two years. Mm. We just got a report back. She's at 132,000. Amen. Praise God. Amen. If you, if you didn't hear it, that was faith. Their, their daughter faith. Not, not, not their faith. Their daughter faith. They have a daughter named faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of the ones with the hip. Uh, and it would feel like it was popping occasionally, but when I was laying on the floor. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what was happening. Oh, glory. And y'all know that I like to dance. And this I didn't hip, hear that. What? <laughs> I like to dance. You like to dance. I like yes, to dance. You do. And this hip will cooperate because it cannot stop me from dancing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Been a progression with my knee. I fell down these stairs one Sunday. Um, I don't know, it's been about three years, whatever, but God is steadily healing. And the pain was very bad in this knee. This is the worst one. And hey, <laughs> it's up and down. <laughs> so I thank God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm glad I came to church this morning. Thank you, Lord. Victory in the name.
those of you watching by live stream, you can get in on this by releasing your faith. How do you release your faith? You say, I take it now. You say, what's flowing in that service? I receive it right now. Reach out your hand as a point of contact towards my hand. I release my faith. Those that are watching that have scar tissue, limited motion because of an accident or a damaged uh, tendon or knee or whatever it was, I release my faith for healing to flow. The same healing that's flowing here. Flow into their room. Flow into their body and heal them and cure them of every limitation of movement, all scar tissue I command it to dissolve in the name of Jesus all calcification leave their joints and their bones in Jesus name receive it it's yours in the name hallelujah praise God hallelujah praise God praise God praise God amen praise the Lord write in and tell us your testimony put it on the comments down here we want to hear about it praise the Lord Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, there's just, just healing in the atmosphere this morning. There's healing in the atmosphere this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, Alexis, I, come on, come down here. I, I don't have revelation of what it is. God's got something for you. Mm. Look back there and you were standing out like a, like a neon sign, just standing out. That reminds me of our new sign. You like our new sign out here? It lights up. It lights up now in the dark. Do you have any idea what it is? Okay, good. That, that's, all the, that's all that's necessary. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. My, oh, oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, now I see it. As soon as I laid hands on you. Thank you, Father. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Uh, th th there's, yeah, you came for something physical in your body, but there's another blessing. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, is the first part right? Yes, sir. Okay, good. But there's another blessing. There's a second blessing. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you for healing in her body, healing in her body, but also, yes, 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 yes. Thank you for that. Hallelujah. So you've been faithful in a few things. Now you're going to be made ruler over much. The door is open because you have counted, been counted faithful. And so the Lord promotes you this very day. Today's promotion day. Hallelujah. And you'll run and not be weary. Your body will not be weary, but strong. Yeah. And you'll yeah. walk and you'll not faint. For your yeah. body will be strong. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And even time now to produce seed. Thank you, Jesus. And, and Noah, Noah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Take her hand. 
Perasuka, Embrendo, Sheke, Shinkondande, Pate. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So walk together as one, walk in unity of faith like you have been, and continue to keep the joy like you have been, and continue to be honorable like you have been, and very, very faithful like you have been. And the steps, oh, just, to, just, 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 I see that, Lord, just two more steps, two more steps, and you'll be in the next phase. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Just two more steps, just two more steps. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. My, 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 my. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Kimberly, Mashikia. if you would come up here. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. I just Jesus. saw it on you. I know that you're dealing with symptoms this morning, tiredness, whatever. <clears throat> so minister to What we have in Jesus' name of Nazareth, we minister to you. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All of that, all of that, hmm. all of that is turning around, Kimberly. You just keep. Thank you, Father. You just keep Thank in step you, with your speaking, and don't yield to condemnation. Thank and it's you, not Lord about Jesus. all your good works, but it's about thanking God that you are healed and whole, and that's who you are in Christ. And I just want to encourage everybody in this room that is standing, whether you believed you've received in in your bedroom or wherever you you were that's fine that you were at at the roberts meeting last week you were here but you keep standing you, and you keep thanking god that it's working in yes. you and that anointing and god is meeting us in this place and continuing to further things and the anointing is ministering to people and changing things and turning them around Thank you, but you stand you stand don't wait for a miracle say i already have it Amen. 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 I already have it. Got it. Got it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Well, what do we do now? <laughs> Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his goodness. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come up here. I, I want Rob and Cameron to come up here. Uh, Rob and Cameron, come up here. Because they've been working. Brennan and, and Jonathan, I think you're helping on Saturday. Yeah, well, I guess if you're not. <laughs> anyway, come up here. Um, I want you to come up here. And, and uh, the, just some of the guys that you've been helping with our basement finish, I want you to come up here. Where's, is Rob here today? He's not here? Okay. Where's Cameron? Come up here. He's probably working. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. And uh, I, I'm just going to ask Pastor Jay to minister to you for strength. Yes. Thank strength. you for strengthening him in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Strengthen to his body in Jesus' name. Strengthen to his body in Jesus' name. Strengthen to his Amen. body in Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Father. Amen. Thank you for it, Father. Amen. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Well, greet your neighbor and say, I'm so glad I came to church this morning. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. We'll just see what else God has for us this morning. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. 
Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Why don't we just worship him for protecting us through the tornadoes and all that? Father, we lift our hands and we're grateful. We're grateful. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Glory to your name. We thank you for protection. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers our homes, covers our lives, covers the church property. Oh, thank you, Father. Covers our vehicles, covers everything that pertains to us. Oh, Father, you're so good. You're so merciful. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Matt Slaymaker was telling me about, you can be seated, but he was telling me about, uh, he got, I guess, saw on the news there was one traveling, had been traveling for a while, <laughs> right toward him, toward his house. And, uh, and so he just said, no, you don't. It's coming right towards his, his place. And he said, the map shows that it came, did this, and then, praise the Lord. Someone said, I don't know if I believe that. Okay, you doubt it, do without it. I believe it, and I receive it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We were down in, uh, when I was, I was going to say when I was a kid. That's, that's interesting. I never said it that way before. But anyway, when I was younger, um, worked, when I was going to Ramah, I had a job that worked. We got into homes to do uh, maintenance things, you know, cleaning, ducks, duck work and stuff. And we drove out into the country to this house, and there was a, uh, we pulled into the driveway, and the driveway sort of faced a big ravine right in front of it. The house is sort of over here, faced a big ravine, and then you could see the ravine go up on the other side. And you could see a lot of tree damage down in through there. I, I thought it must have been a tornado, but I didn't know what it was. I hadn't noticed anything else other than just right there. And so we greeted the customer and introduced ourselves and so forth. In the process of a conversation, they found out we were Raymond students. And so they, they were believers, and so they... They were excited just to fellowship, you know, with other believers. And so, um, but they said, before you start the job, come out here. I want to show you something. So we, they took us out there to that damage, those damaged trees. And they said, see those trees damaged? See how it's in a line and it comes up right to the bottom of the ravine there? And it stops. They said, look back here. And I hadn't noticed back here was more trees damaged, you know, more trees on the other side that were damaged. And uh, they said, remember the tornadoes a couple weeks ago? I said, oh, yeah, I remember that. They said, uh, there, was that, there was a tornado coming right for our house, yeah. yep. coming down that ravine. We stood out there and we said, no, you don't, in the name of Jesus. They said it jumped up, went over our house, and landed on the other side. <laughs> I believe in the power of God. Jesus did it, and so can we. Jesus was God's sample son. He wasn't the only son. He was the first begotten of many brethren. <laughs> so thank God for his goodness. I know you, you were out there saying, no, you don't. And it's sort of, it's sort of you know, it, it tried a little bit, but it sort of petered out, you know. Praise the Lord. Did you bring your Bible this morning? We'll get into it. How long we're going to go, we'll, we don't know. You got, you got a little time here, don't you? 
On uh, tomorrow, I leave for uh, Pastor Nancy's prayer conference, but Pastor Debbie's going to be here. So she'll be here, uh, she'll be here for Wednesday night prayer meeting. You don't want to miss that. Uh, Wednesday, this, this coming Wednesday night's the prayer night. So praise the Lord. All right. All right. So if you've got your Bible, go to Psalm chapter number 8. Psalm chapter number 8. And uh, this verse, it, it started stirring in me a couple of weeks ago. I preached on it down in Lee's Summit. And it just keeps stirring in me. I'm not trying to get away from it, but I can't get away from it. So we're going to dig around in the authority of the believer a little bit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter number one, um, excuse me, chapter number eight. Let's just start with, uh, rather than read this all, let's just start verse number three. When I consider the heavens, the works of thy, ha- thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. The Hebrew actually says God. It's Elohim in the the Hebrew. Thou hast made him a little lower than God and hast crowned him with glory and honor. And madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands and hast put all things under his feet. Praise God. God made man to have dominion. Well, Genesis 1, 26, 28 tell us that. Whenever he made man, he said, uh, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, fowl of the air, every every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and over all the earth. So it's not just the fish and the creeping things. It's over all the earth. All the earth was made for man. God didn't make the planet for himself. The Bible says in Psalm 50, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And it says the cattle upon a thousand hills are mine and, and, and so forth and so on. But you go to Psalm 115, he said the same thing. But then he said, the, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the children of men. So it was his in the sense that he made it, but he gave it to man. He put man in it to, this is his home. This is. This is, you know, God didn't create us to live on Mars. He created us to live on earth. He created the oxygen for our lungs. He created all that we need, the the gravity to hold us down. (laughs) It was made for man. This is our home. This is our, this is our abode in the galaxies. (laughs) So uh, he made it for man. But then we read that God gave him over in Genesis 1, 26 and 28, God gave him dominion. God didn't just give him the earth. He gave him dominion over the earth and over Satan. And this is, I'm talking about the original creation back in Genesis and uh, over Satan and all his works. And uh, Adam didn't walk in that. He bowed his knee to Satan. Uh, And Satan, you know, 2 Corinthians 4, 4 calls Satan the God of this world. Well, you might read that and say, well, why on earth did God make Satan the God of this world? He didn't make, God's not the one that made him the God of this world. Satan gave him that place. Excuse me, Adam gave him that place. So Satan was, he became the God of this world because Adam gave him the dominion that God had given him. God gave Adam dominion, Adam and Eve, and really it was intended for all mankind, dominion. But Satan deceived Adam and Eve into bowing the knee 
and submitting themselves to him and he got dominion over them. He, they, they fell into spiritual death, spiritual death. There's a number of descriptions of spiritual death in the Bible. And one of them is Ephesians 2, you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit, that's an evil spirit, that now works among and in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, where he loved us, has, uh, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved, and has raised us up together, made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ, far above. Spiritual death, in, in spiritual death, we were under Satan's dominion, but Jesus came to give us eternal life, which is the new nature of God, righteousness, right standing with God, but it's also a new position in the spirit realm. We're no longer under the God of this world. We now have been raised far above the God of this world. We're seated with Jesus in heavenly places. And the church has to get the revelation. The church as a whole has to get the revelation that what God was doing for Jesus, he was doing for every man. When God it says in Ephesians 1, we were quoting Ephesians 2, where it was referring back to Ephesians 1, it says he wants us to know. Remember the prayer that he prayed for the church at Ephesus? That we would know the, the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and the exceeding greatness of his power to us were. Who believe according to the working of that mighty power that he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That power was toward Christ to raise him from the dead, but it was towards us. God was directing that power to us when he directed it toward Jesus. That's what God sees us in Christ. He sees us as crucified with him. He sees us as buried with him. He sees us as raised with him. He sees us as seated with him. So what God was doing for Jesus, he was doing for all of us. He's doing for every man. And so a lot of the church will, will agree that Jesus is seated far above, but they haven't got the revelation that we have been seated with him, has raised us up together, made us sit together. Now we're going through this quickly because we've been, we've been established in this, most of us. But he said, uh, he wants to know, us to know the power that raised Jesus from the dead and, uh, uh, you, you know, the, the power that is to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power that he wrought in Christ. Now, this is the mightiest power that God ever demonstrated when he raised Jesus from the dead. God didn't demonstrate the mightiness of his power in creation, but in the resurrection he did. Cre- creation's easy. Just, you know, fling a few stars over there. That's easy. That's, I'm talking about from God's standpoint, not from yours, but... <laughs> But when he raised Jesus from the dead, he had to conquer all of hell to do that. Yes, he did. That's if we had time, we'd get into all that. But he wants us to know the power to us when he raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above. And then chapter two says, and you. Chapter two, verse number one. It says what he did for Jesus. And then it starts out in chapter two, verse one. And you hath he quickened. And it keeps on going and says, and you hath he raised, and you hath he seated far above. See, that's a spiritual position over authority again has been restored to mankind. Because God here in Genesis, I mean, in Psalm chapter 8 says, God made man to have dominion. And when man lost it, Jesus came to get it back. 
Oh, that's good news. I don't have to live under oppression mentally. I don't have to live over satanic bondage in any way. I don't have to be controlled by sin. I don't have to be tormented in my mind. I don't have to be afflicted by the curse, the curse of the law, because I'm redeemed. You're redeemed. Praise God. We got to hear that. Because everything in the world says maybe it's not so, but it is so. We walk by faith, not by sight. So um, that's what Jesus, he came, to re- he, he came to deliver us from the sin problem. But, he, but there's a lot connected to that. It's not just, okay, now you're forgiven. It's not just forgiven. Your, your, your past is gone. Not just forgiven, like it's forgiven, but it's still over here. You know? No, it's, it's washed away. We're new creations in Christ. The old man that did all that died. And uh, we have been given uh, remission, not just forgiveness, remission of sin. And we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's son. We've also been, uh, we, the old man, the old nature of spiritual death died. That, that old man, remember, we are crucified with Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed. That old sin nature, I'm talking about in the spirit of man, that man was crucified with Christ. You are no longer a sinner. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes. The sinner died. That's right. That's right. Somebody said, but yeah, I sinned last week. That was your flesh. Yeah. That's right. That wasn't the nature of the new man. Right. Amen. Amen. And there's forgiveness for that. But, but uh, the old man, the old sin nature died. And spiritual death, that, that, that's what passed away. The, the, the separation from God, spiritual death. And, and being under Satan's dominion, that old man passed away. And you were recreated, and your new man was raised with Jesus to sit far above. We're heirs of God, and listen, joint heirs with Jesus Christ, including we are joint as an heir of the authority of God's throne. Because we're seated with Jesus at the right hand of that throne. And if you know anything about the old time kings and the way they operated, you watch the old movies, if you're seated at, seated at the right hand of the throne, of the, of the king's throne, that's the highest authority under the king that there is in the land. That's who you are. That's your position. That's your privilege. And that's your possession. And it's right now. You're not going to get that when you grow up spiritually. You have it right now. He made you to have dominion. That was God's plan originally. And Jesus came to restore the plan and get us back into the plan. So now we got to renew our minds to that. We got to live conscious of that rather than look at the way the world lives and live like them working things out yeah. by the sweat of their brow. Yeah. No, you can speak to things. Yeah. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Romans 5:17, we've received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness and we reign in life by one Christ Jesus. Every other translation I've ever looked at says reign as a king. Amen. The king's not down there sweating it out. The king's sitting on the throne making decrees. That's right. That's the way you're to function, and I'm to function. So he made him to have dominion. 
That's, the way, that's what you were made to have. That's the way God planned your life. Amen. And he made you to, uh, to rule and to reign. And then he said he crowned you with glory and honor. Well, a crown is for someone, uh, it's for a, a king, it's for royalty. Well, don't take this too far, Pastor. Are we really royalty? Yeah, the Bible said Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We're kings under him. <laughs> it doesn't suit you to be dominated. It just, it just, it, it just, it just doesn't look good on you. That's like taking the crown off, setting it aside, and being, uh, you know, uh, servant and slave to what the devil, anything the devil wants to mess you, you know, slap you around with or say, here, this has got to be so in your life. That doesn't, that doesn't look good on you. A crown is something you wear. A crown is a symbol of authority. Kings always have some sort of symbol of authority. And, and the new man, the new man in Christ has, uh, the Bible says, put on the new man. There are, the new man has clothing. Yeah. Yes, sir. He has things he wears. Yeah. And yeah. one of them is a crown. Amen. Yeah. He's crowned yeah. with glory and honor because yeah. the new man has been made royalty. Yeah. I mean, if you don't think you're royalty, then just ask yourself the question, who's your daddy? Well, some of you went, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my daddy right there. Yeah. Well, my daddy's Eugene Eberly from Fayetteville, Pennsylvania. No, 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 I'm talking about your new man, the new man. Bible says we're born from above. Born of God. Praise God. You're a child. You're a son of God. Yes, I am. You're royalty. Yes, I am. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And so God wants you to learn all the privileges of that royalty. And so, uh, you know, you look at royalty in these other countries, they always have a symbol of that authority. And God crowns you with his glory and his honor. And really, if you, I, I've done a study on that, that actually both of those refer back to authority. We don't have time to get into that. But, and so you were made to dominate. You were made to rule and reign. You were, you were not made to be pushed around and slapped around by everything the devil wants to bring into your life. Whether it be bondage in your mind, your emotions, or your body, or your finances, or whatever. Bondage in your marriage. Bondage to sin. sin the Bible says in Romans 6, sin shall, I think it's verse 14, sin shall not have dominion over you. For you're not under the law, but you're under grace. Grace has made you free. It's given you the power to walk completely free from sin. So really, uh, the flesh shouldn't have dominion over you, your own, your own mind, your own emotions, the enemy, uh, all those things. You weren't made to be ruled by that. You were made to rule over those things. Hallelujah. And so it fits you, wear it. Amen. You're a redeemed child of God. You don't look good in anything else. You don't look good all beat up. 
You weren't made for that. Just, that's just way, it wasn't what God designed your life to look like. Amen. And so God originally crowned Adam with dominion. We see that in Genesis 1:26 and 28. But he lost it and Jesus came to get it back. Now, why? Why did Jesus come to get it back? Number one, because we can see it in the garden when God made Adam. He, made, he gave him, he really made the earth for the whole, for the whole earth for man. Excuse me, for man. Right. It's a little like whenever a family is getting ready to have a baby, yeah. they set aside a room. Yep. They put everything in there for the baby, a crib and diapers and, you know, everything, all the little things they need. And uh, they get ready because the baby's coming. Well, God, when he's creating the earth, he's saying, we got to get this ready. We're going to have man here. Man's going to live here. So we got, and so he put everything in the earth that man needed. And then when man came, man was the highest of his creation. That's what he's saying there, there when he said he's a little, he made him a little lower than God. That was his high, God's cry, highest creation was not the angels. It was man. Actually, the New Testament implies in some verses that the New Testament quotes Psalm 8 here, and it implies that it was an angel that said, what is man? Because God said, let us, in, back in Genesis 1, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And one angel said to the other, what's a man? 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 God said, I'll show you what a man is. And he made him his highest creation. He made him to rule over the whole earth. Over the devil, over everything. And so uh, what what did God do that for? Because God knew that even though he had made everything, made the earth and everything in it for his every need to be met, man's every need to be met, he knew that without authority over the thief, who was here also to steal, kill, and destroy, without authority over him, it wouldn't matter that God made everything for man because the thief would steal it from him. And and he did. Because Adam submitted himself to Satan. So really, God made, God gave man dominion so that his life would look like God intended it to look like. Not beat up, broke, busted, and disgusted. Come on, somebody. But ruling and reigning. Praise God. Over all, remember Jesus said, I, I, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Wow. I think we ought to dig around in this for the rest of the year. So, but that's the first reason that God made, uh, gave man dominion so that uh, Satan could be uh, resisted from stealing from us everything that God gave us. But the second reason, go over to that verse. I just quoted it, Luke 10, 16. Luke 10, 16 tells us that, uh, you know, we know this in the King James, but there's another translation here I want to read to you that really will help you understand this. We're going to read 10, 16 of Luke. He said, uh, no, no, I'm writing this. I wrote that down wrong. Verse number 19. Uh, Let's back up to verse 18. No, verse 17. The 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Through that, notice that. Devils are subject to us, uh, unto us through thy name. That's the first time since Adam that that was true. Adam had authority, but he lost it. 
Now, I'm not talking about Jesus, because Jesus was walking in this, but I'm talking about first time any natural man was able to do that since Adam. No wonder they came back and said, even the devils are subject to us. Because that's the first time that had happened since Adam. That a man could say, in the name of Jesus, come out of him. He said, even the devils. Notice that word, even. So they had, they had been exercising authority over other things, but even devils. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Jesus exercised authority over wind and waves. Yes. So did some of you Friday night. <laughs> was it Friday night? Whatever night that was. But so, um, even the devils are subject unto us in thy name. Verse 18, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. This is when Jesus, uh, God kicked him out of heaven. Jesus was there, you know. Behold, I give unto you power. Now, the Greek word is there for authority. Authority to notice this, tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. I give you authority to tread. Now, tread, like if I'm walking... Okay, before I read, let's just read the uh, Woosh translation before I get into that. I give you authority to tread. Listen to the Woosh translation. It says, Behold, I give unto you the authority to advance by setting foot upon snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Authority to advance. Not sit back and wait for him to get out of the way. Are you here this morning? Not sit back and wait for him to get out of the way. Not sit back to wait for him to leave you alone. Not sit back and wait for him to stop opposing you. Or for, uh, for wait for all the hindrances to get out of the way. Or wait for your ducks to get in a row. Authority to advance. Well, what if hindrance pops its head up? Tread. Tread on it. Tread on it. Whoo, my, my, my. Hallelujah. Not sit back and wait for the devil to give you a permission slip and says, okay, now you can come on through. You've already got a permission slip from heaven. It's called the authority of the believer. He said, I give unto you authority to keep on moving forward when hindrance says you can't keep on moving forward. That's what we have in the authority of the believer. We don't have to stop for stuff that says you can't go forward. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you don't have to say, well, we'll just stand here and wait for this to get out of the way. And then we'll go on with God's plan for our life. Amen. You're authorized to advance. I like that. Say that out loud. Authority to advance. Authority to advance. Now, 1 Thessalonians 2.18, 1 
First Thessalonians 2.18, Paul's talking. He said, wherefore, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again. Now, Paul's out traveling in the ministry, taking the, the message that God gave him to different churches. Building, he's actually building churches and continuing to, uh, you know, uh, speak into those churches and, and edify them in the, words, the word of God. And he said here, I would have come unto you even once and again, but Satan hindered us. Notice, you ever read the Bible? Sometimes you can read it, and then you're like, every now and then you, you see something, you're like, oh, well, that's what it's, First Peter 5, 8 says, uh, it talk, it's called Satan, the adversary. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking him. He's an adversary. You know what an adversary is? He's trying to stop you. It's sort of like two ball teams. Yeah. You know, this afternoon, they're going to try to stop the women's basketball team. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to paint the town yelling black today, man. <laughs> That's in a friendly sporting event. But the adversary, the, the devil's not. That's right. We'll be friendly afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's not friendly. That's no he's, he's serious. He means yes. business, yes. and he's trying to stop you. He's trying to stop the work of God from what? Advancing. We're not called to hold the, hold the fort. We're called to take ground. We're called to advance. I'm not satisfied. I don't mean I'm not thankful, but I mean I'm not satisfied with just the way it's been in Cedar Rapids. I want to take the whole town. Get this message to the whole town. Everybody hears it. Advance. Take it further. Right? And we've got the authority to do that. Well, that was awfully quiet. <laughs> I said, we've got the authority to do that. Praise the Lord. So uh, by giving us authority of the believer, he gives us the authority to move forward without hindrance from demonic forces being able to stop us. What do you do if they, tre if they uh, pop their head up? You tread. Jesus said, I give you authority to tread on serpents and on scorpions. And when you do that, he ends up saying, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, people say, well, we'll just stand back and, and wait for them to get out of the way and they won't hurt us. No, they'll hurt you. They won't hurt you when you tread. Thank you. Did you get that? You're not safe just waiting. He's already got you. He said, you tread and they won't hurt you. Let me illustrate it this way. You ever rented a car? You ever going back to the airport when you're done with it and you're going to catch your flight and you pull it back into their lot yeah. and you got to cross this little thing yeah. that has these, these yeah. things that poke up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as long as you go forward, yeah. you're okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You back up, yeah. it's going yeah. to hurt you. Yeah. So the devil's saying, no, you need to back up. And you go, no, 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 you can't hurt me. I'm moving forward. Just keep moving forward. Woo. Keep moving forward. I said, keep moving forward. 
Amen. You don't need permission from the enemy to do that. That's what advance is. It's moving forward. So what we're saying is when the Spirit of God leads you into something, don't back up. Just keep moving, moving forward. But the Bible says, God said, I have no pleasure in them that draw back. Isn't that what he said? We are not of them that draw back unto perdition. Under, that word means destruction. But of them that believe. And move forward. Until the saving of our souls. Praise God. Well, I'm just getting this introduced. Do you know that he's telling us here in these, in, I'm talking about 1 Thessalonians 2.18 primarily, but Satan hindered us. You can, you, you can see that hindrance is from the spirit realm. Demonic forces in the spirit realm. They try to hinder what God is doing. Amen. So you and I have got to sit under right teaching so that we don't think wrong about certain things. And think, well, when God's good timing is, we'll move forward. He's waiting on us to move forward. To take steps of faith. Amen. It's important that you fellowship with people who are not living in another area of fellowshipping with others who are full of unbelief that will hinder your ability to move forward. Can you say amen? Amen. I don't mean these people don't love God. I'm just simply saying there are many, many people that think that it's that the hindrance from them moving forward is just God saying it's not time yet. Well, you know that in your spirit, whether it's time yet. But a lot of things are just Satan trying to oppose us. He's an adversary, right? He's he's arrayed like the, the English dictionary says he's arrayed against us. He's not for you. He's not congratulating you when you take steps like we've been doing here at this ministry and taking steps to start another church. Yes. If I told you, which I'm not going to glorify the devil and tell you, but if I told you all the stuff, Come on. I just laugh at it now because it's not working. I said, it's not working and it won't work because we're not going to back up and say, let's just, let's just wait here until this all cools down. No, no. No, 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 no. He's the one that's going to have to, he's going to have to tribulate and we're going to go ahead and move forward. Praise God. So we got to sit under right teaching and, uh, and, uh, you know, the devil doesn't leave you alone just because you love God. You're a sweet Christian. He leaves you alone because you exercise authority over him. Amen. He'll do anything he, he, you let him do. He'll stop you if you let him. He'll hinder you if you let him. Notice Paul didn't say there in that verse, he didn't say Satan stopped us. No, he just said he hindered us. But we got there. Amen. Boy, if I had time, I'm already out of time. That was my introduction. I didn't get into the good part. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but uh, just know, if you were here Wednesday night, if you weren't here Wednesday night, get that and listen to that Wednesday night. Because at the end, the Lord started talking to us about some things I didn't know I was going to get such unction on. I wanted to finish that up this morning. I guess I have to come back next time. But, but the Lord started talking to us about how he tries to hinder finances. You understand? He's a hinderer. Um, there's, there's many things that if, if, if you examine what what is needed to move forward, it's 
you almost don't want to say it this way, but I'll, I'll qualify. It's the finances. You understand? And so we've got to learn to exercise authority over the one who tries to hinder our finances. It's not we're waiting on God. I mean, that, that, that's sometimes what people say, we're waiting on God. Well, uh, you realize that with, with God's moving and, and there are people not responding. He's moving on people. We're talking about this on Wednesday night. I, I can't get into it now because if I do, we'll be here for another half an hour. But. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Rock and roll. Oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> oh, you're, you're. God's looking for people who have the kind of spirit of faith that, that keep on taking ground that, 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 that. Really, the Lord's been dealing with me about this. I got, there's so much of this, I don't have time to get into it all. But he's been dealing with me about the spirit of faith has a pioneering spirit. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. That means, I heard of someone, I don't even remember who it was now. I'd give them credit if I remember who it was. But they, they preached a sermon called Pioneers, Settlers, and Museum Keepers. It was an awesome sermon. There's different kinds of people. There's people who are, by, because they have a spirit of faith, they're always entering into new ground, always taking what God's saying is yours. That's a pioneer. Then there are settlers, the people that come behind the pioneers and find some territory and settle down there. And then he said there's museum keepers, is they put what God has done in previous generations in a glass case keep it dusted off and talk about the good old days and how God did this in the past, did that in the past. We're not museum keepers. Spirit of Faith the Family Church is not called Spirit of Faith Museum Keeper Church. And we're not settlers. Now, we, we, we've got some territory to occupy, but we're, we're, we, we're pioneers. Meaning, when God says, I want you to start a second church, or I want you to do this, or I want you to do that, we don't just settle, we don't just museum keep, we say, let's take some new ground. Let's take some new ground. And whenever you hear from God, I'm not talking about just launching out into something that you decide in your mind, okay, let's do this. I'm talking about, you remember Luke 8, 30, Luke 8 22, the Bible said Jesus said, he, he told his disciples to get in the ship and he said, let us go over to the other side. And it says, and they launched forth. That, that verse always stands out to me. They didn't just launch forth until they heard the Lord say, let us go to the other side. You know, if he said, let us go, if he's not going, you're on your own to figure it out. To yeah. pay the bills, yeah. to, to try to get through the storm when it comes up, you're on your own. But when he says, let us, we go, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. And when he starts moving you and you start moving with him, just like Jesus getting in that storm, Satan's not going to congratulate you and say, they stepped out on the plan of God. Let's send them all the money they need to do that. Let's just back off. And no, he's not going to do that. He's going to try to hinder. That's right. That's right. 
right. He's going to try to oppose. Yeah. He'll try to harass. He'll, he'll, there's a lot of ways he hinders. He'll harass your mind. He'll, he'll, he'll attack you with fear. He'll attack you with, with uh, stuff will try to rise up and, and uh, problems and, and people that yield to the devil will try to rise up. Yeah. Amen. All sorts of people come out of the woodwork and say, you can't do that. What do you, make, what do you think? You, can, you can't do that. There'll be financial attacks. There'll be all sorts of opposition. And you have to get you have to be okay with advancing while the opposition is, is coming towards you. You have to learn to, to not back up because of opposition. Change your mind and say, well, I guess, I, I, I thought God said, but I guess he didn't. Come on. Come on. You got to settle that in here. Yes, sir. That's why I know Brother Hagin said he... Talked, he talked about Pastor Kenneth Hagin Jr., his son. He said, that's why I never told him anything about the call. I knew he was called to the ministry, but I never said anything to him about the call to the ministry. Because he needs to settle that on his own. Yes, because when the devil comes to, to say, no, you're not, you're, you can't do this, or you're not called, or whatever the devil's going to say, he has to have something more than daddy said, I'm, I'm called. So he has to know for sure God said. Otherwise, you're going to back up and say, well, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I didn't sign up for this. I guess maybe God didn't call me or whatever. No, you work those things out between you and God in your heart. And then when opposition comes, you say, no, I know what God said. Now it's time to tread. That's right. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That's what the authority of the believer. See, the authority of the believer is for us to live in victory in our personal lives, but it's also to advance the plan of God. Amen. It's, 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 God has a lot of blessings in it for us, but really, ultimately, he wants us to advance his plan in the earth. You know, to be really honest with you, this might sound like it's unscriptural, but I, if you've never studied the word enough to know what I'm talking about, you might argue with this, but in your mind, but really the plan of God coming to pass on the earth is more up to him, excuse me, up to us than it is up to him. We're laborers together with God. He doesn't do it on his own. We don't do it on our own. We're laborers together with God. I said with God. Stop working for him. Start working with him. Well, I'm going to do this for God. Why don't you do it with him? Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Find out what he's in and yes. do that. Amen. Otherwise, you're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Even do it for God. I'm going to do this for God. You're, you, can be, you, you can be on your own doing it for God. But when you're doing it with him, yeah, you got everything you need. As long as you keep moving forward, as long as you keep advancing. Hallelujah. So, uh, praise the Lord. I, 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 maybe that's a good place to stop. We'll get into this. Tell your neighbor we have authority over devils, demons, and all that would seek to hinder us. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, what is that authority to do? To advance. I don't want to, when I get to the judgment seat of Christ, I don't want God to say, man, you just kept drawing back. Those, those up things that opposed you were powerless against you. I don't want to hear that, do you? I want to hear, well, done. Done, done. You got it done. <laughs> Stand with me to your feet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a new breed of believer.
on the earth. I said, there's a new breed of believer on the earth. That's not just waiting for God to do something. But stands, you know, stands there and says, now in the name of Jesus, you get out of my way. I'm, I'm coming through. <laughs> I'm coming through. And whenever they say over our dead body, you can say, I, I can arrange for that. I'm not talking about people. I'm not talking about people. Not, not, I'm not talking about, okay, do you hear me? I'm not talking about people. I'll make sure you hear that. I'm talking about the, 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 the fear, the doubt, the unbelief, the, the, uh, all the threats. You know, by doors are adversaries. By doors, you remember that? 1 Corinthians 16, 9, is it? By doors or 11, whatever it is. By the doors are adversaries. There are, there are great doors open unto me, Paul said, but there are many adversaries. That's the devil opposing or trying to hinder you getting through that door. Well, what do you do? Just kind of sit back and twiddle your thumbs and say, whenever God gets me through it. No, you take authority over those adversaries. Praise the Lord. And don't think of them just as a demon. They, they, there are demons, you understand. But think of it as the fear they bring and the doubt they bring. You know what I'm talking about? Well, if you do that, you're going to go bankrupt. If you do that, that's the adversary right there. Identify what's really going on. And learn to, like the Lord said to me one time, every battle is spiritual at its core. When, Goliath, when David took Goliath, the biggest battle was not Goliath. When you get to heaven, you ask him and he'll tell you I was right. Goliath, he's a piece of cake. He's too big to miss. Right? That wasn't it. It was the fear coming out of him towards me. I had to overcome that. But he kept, the Bible said David ran towards Goliath. He advanced. Praise God. I like that. Was it Richard Roberts said whenever he released that stone, something went in, got into Goliath's mind, had never entered his mind before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word. It's a lamp to our feet. It shows us the way forward. It shows us the victory that's ours. It shows us the authority that is ours. Father, we're learning. We thank you for the reminder that the Holy Spirit who lives in us to remind us of who we are and the position we have, the authority we have. Father, teach us to walk in all that is ours, all the authority that is ours. And Father, we're not just hearers of your word. We're doers of it. We're doers of it. And as we do it, we thank you. The enemy cannot stop us. And we will continue to move forward with your plan. Your will will be done in the earth. You will be glorified. More people's lives will be changed. And then we give you thanks. More people will receive the truth of your word because we will continue to advance the plan with the authority in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it. Amen. Remember Moses at the Red Sea praying, saying, oh God, and God said, stop that. What's that in your hand? That rod that represents the authority of God in the human hand. He said, you hold that out over. See, they, they thought there was something in front of them that couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't advance. God said, stretch authority over it. Stretch authority over it. Woo. And as they stretched authority over it, the way was made. Glory to God.
I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Turn to your neighbor and say, no slowing down, no stopping. No backing up this week. Just keep on advancing. Act as if. Yeah, tell him that. Act as if all that God said is coming to pass and just keep taking steps. Just keep advancing. Don't slow down. Don't back up for fear. Don't wait for something to get out of the way. Keep advancing. And the enemy can't hurt you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.